to another segment of Soul to Soul. My name is Myra. Um, today I'm going to talk about how we are affected um, by certain things around us. And sometimes it's not in our face obvious, but it is there. It is there. And today is um, April 30th. There is a new moon uh, lunar eclipse. We're going to have a solar eclipse after that and then three supermoons. The next three months are going to be amazing. Not just from an astrological perspective, but I believe just spiritually, mentally, physically, on every level, people are going to be affected. Now, is everyone ready for this? Not sure, but you'll see it in your relationships. And I say that because if you're not really paying attention, if you've been having struggles in the past month, that's for a reason. If you have experienced great joy or come to really great stable place within yourself or as yourself representing yourself, being authentic, having a voice, feeling energized or with a purpose to kind of be an advocate, an ally, uh, speak up. And guess what? Everyone is experiencing it at some level. However, um, I don't want to say that if folks are not awakened, they're not going to feel it. Or um, people who are just, you know, moving along, uh, you know, at like sheep in the world, just doing what they're told, um, coloring by numbers or whatever. And, and that's not a judgment. It's just an example. Then guess what? They're not seeing any of it. They're not conscious of it at all. And that leads me into one of the biggest messages that I myself have um, been able to be aware of. And that is bias. There's all kinds of bias in the world. And if you're not aware of your own and how you protect them, whether intentionally or unintentionally, then uh, yeah, that that's going to come back and kind of bite you. <laughs> um, at my workplace, they heavily advocate on um, diversity, equity, and inclusivity. And those three things are very important to me. And for many, many reasons and primarily because labels are, labels, identification, the way people relate um, is difficult for me. It's difficult because I, I look from inside out and then I kind of take the outside in and then do this discernment, okay? Not comparison, discernment. This is something I thought about the other day. I needed to really put out there. When you're in a relationship, I don't care if it's with your car, your phone, uh, your significant other, uh, family members, um, 
the way you date, the way you are at work, guess what? You're judging, you're comparison, you're, you're comparing, I, sh I should say. And the reason I say this and, and to be aware of it and how it affects you and how you look to others um, or appear to others or show up to others is because apart from the whole bias, right, we go about life and sometimes we're taught this, sometimes, you know, we relearn it, we reprogram, we realign. But even women with women, okay, we can clap the hands and say, oh, we love, you know, women doing X, Y, Z, um, maybe you're a feminist, I'm not. And then you kind of jump on that bandwagon. However, secretly, <laughs> underneath, you're comparing. So you're, you, you see these ads and the movement has been to be more inclusive of all body types, new body shaming, XYZ, mental health, mental wellness, all these things. And I, I'm just using women as an example of gender. But how do you feel about um, a transgender woman um, winning a prize for woman of the year? Something to think about. Or how do you feel if a woman who isn't of color has a certain, you know, size or whatever shape, maybe very fair, very Nordic looking, and that person actually would win a prize from the NAACP. So I changed it up a little, right? Okay. And I say this because a lot of people kind of want to see certain things happen or there's expectations involved, even if you're like in a relationship just as is. You will see a couple, they could be different races, different colors, different religions, something like that. But part of you is kind of like, eh, eh. It's an engine warning light in the background with one of those tire pressure sensors. Something, something there. And that's for you. That's not for you to express openly. I mean, there's a platform for that. There's a space for that if you come into that conversation. But is it for you to kind of say something? Yeah. Um... Hey, <laughs> you'll have that experience. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yes. Discernment. Okay. And discernment comes into play when you are leveraging whether something that bubbles up to the surface, emotionally, mentally, whatever, has some significance for you and it needs to be expressed in a certain way. And that doesn't mean just talking about it. It could mean just acting on it. Or it could be you having that internal conversation and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm not kind of, I don't know where that came from, but I'll find out. I mean, it's cool. I'm not going to make a thing out of something that is related to me, but not 
necessarily to them. And that's the, that's the thing. Like I've come across different moments from the universe to really put my Buddhist principles, my non-judgment, my unconscious bias, and whatever exists there, um, any deeper wounds, all that bubbling up. And the thing is, you can't get in your own way. Because if you use that victim mentality, uh, excusing, people-pleasing, all the things that are like, whoa, that's, that's a sign of something. And you're not able to kind of tune into that, guess what? <laughs> you're going to meet those struggles. You're going to feel that um, uncomfortable space of, Am I doing everything I need to do for me first and identifying everything I need to mean first before I make it an external thing, not an internal thing? And as I say this, I think of relationships and how people compare each other, not just women, men, men and women. Um, they bring a different layer to it. And I just have to say, people are growing, people are learning, we're, we're experiencing things we haven't in decades, if not centuries. And being open to it does lessen the discomfort, but the discomfort is there for you to grow. That's what it means. You're growing, you're leveling up, you're, you're getting to a place where you're experiencing something new. New. It doesn't have to be all horrible. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Okay. So apart from all this, um, I've been kind of observing conversations about relationships. And people seeking relationships. And I'm like, <laughs> <clears throat> um, let's just focus on the heterosexual relationship. And communication is an amazing tool. It's a great vehicle to finding out other people and what they're about and where they're at. And other things. Hence, example, this podcast. So I kind of see how, again, if, if you're a woman in the world and you're not a certain shape or a certain look or certain what have you, or, or you are, you know, uh, Latino, <laughs> and people think you're, oh my God, they have to be highly sexual. Guess what? Uh, look. Stereotypes, again, have <laughs> no purpose, none, because they're based on assumption, not truth. So when you find out the truth, whether you're in a relationship or using a dating app, or going to the grocery store <laughs> to shop for produce, expectation leads to disappointment, right? You know this. Making assumptions is like that. Because when we find out the truth, we're like, oh, yeah. You go to the produce store 
And you say to yourself, I want orange. <laughs> but there's different types of oranges. They come from different, they're sourced differently. You have organic oranges, right? And then you go <laughs> and you say, hey, I heard about these cara cara oranges. They're seedless, they're, you know, they're like a hybrid, they're kind of more red inside. I love it. I'm going to try that. So you pick these oranges, you bring them home. They're beautiful. On the outside, you're like, they're beautiful. How do I know they're beautiful? I don't know. They're all like perfectly orange. There's no defects, whatever. Bring it home. Kind of squeeze them a little too. Yeah, they seem juicy and ripe. Take it, <laughs> bring it home and you cut it open and it's dry. So there's some feelings there. <laughs> And it, this has happened to me because not, not often, but it's happened to me. And I'm like, oh, I really wanted to enjoy that. Like it, it looked like, you know, but it's dry. You even might even try tasting it and say to yourself, well, maybe it's supposed to be, you know, maybe I had to let it sit or something like that. You give that whole, you, you hear the dialogue, right? That I'm... I'm putting out there and you give it that chance <laughs> you're like it's still dry look it happens is it every caracara orange gonna be like that no if you pick up some with some defects the next time and you try them out and stuff like that and they're perfect then whoa win right win but relationships and finding your significant other and, you know, really kind of being in a space of being open and saying, I want to know the truth. I'm not going to make assumptions. That's you not overthinking it, allowing the universe to, you know, participate. And at the same time, learn something. Not just about yourself, but other people. Because we can psych ourselves out with relationships by saying, oh my God, that person doesn't work out or they don't go to the gym or they're not a vegan or whatever it is. And I hear it. I see it. There's even people that and it's so crazy because you get to a place where with yourself and relating with yourself and your own being your own best friend that you're like, oh, my God, is this really happening? Did he really say that? And she followed up like, oh, my what's going on? I see this. There are people who are still in an ego space and then kind of are clueless why things don't work out. And for me, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Literally right there. <clears throat> Part of it is being brave. You have to be brave about not knowing things, wanting to know something, you know, uh, full disclosure, people hide stuff, okay, it's for a reason, okay, when you don't, you know, you're a parent and you don't tell your kids, you know, that, you know, uh, having a baby actually hurts and it, it lasts, you know, nine months before it comes out, look, kids need to know certain things. However, you can phase that in and, and, and deliver it in a certain way, right? You can be that parent 
that no matter what, I ask my mom a question, she's going to give me an honest answer. And if she doesn't know, she'll find out or she'll guide me in a certain way. Same with dad, right? Look, we have to treat each other with that same um, reverence. We have to honor each other with what is the truth and give full disclosure. And if not, being able to give a good disclosure means that there's certain aspects that the root is there, the core is there. Certain aspects are not expressed. Look, you're human, right? We make mistakes and mistakes lead to lessons or blessings. You repeat the same mistakes, then that's a pattern and a habit. That's something else. You may want to work on that. Because lies can hurt people. Deception can hurt people. It becomes something ugly. And when you don't give the other person the choice because you're not being completely honest or at least honest in some way, shape, or form, as far as you can express, then, yeah, you're kind of leading people on your, you know, I hate to use derogatory terms that kind of can trigger people like stringing along, um, you know, just liar, cheater, stealer, (laughs) that kind of thing. But there are people that do that for reasons. Um, Hurt people hurt people. Okay. People who are hurting will Hurt other people, whether intentionally or not, be for a reason. For a reason. They have reasons. They have a backstory. And that backstory is relevant. So when you meet somebody, you want to know some of the things. You know, people talk, they don't want everything spilled out in the first date. But guess what? If you really like the person, genuinely like them and say, hey, you know what? I, I think this is developing into something don't know what level, but you know, we could possibly start as friends. Um, I want to know more about you and leave that open so that you can find out those things. And if you don't agree with something, don't like something, yes, you could freely express it, but put it in a way so that person can learn from that and not see it as a way to continue to stall hold back, suppress, all those ugly things that kind of lead us to these other relationships and people that we don't know we're attracting simply because we're not able to tell each other certain truths. Um, It's difficult. It's challenging. But again, when you're in that discomfort zone and you're like, "Uh," what does that tell you? There's growth potential. There is. Now, again, <laughs> I, I am in a place where I'm doing that same thing. I am challenging not just myself, but also growing in a way that I need to grow. Because 
if you've done the work for yourself and you've been alone for a while or you've been around certain people but not really kind of done that deep dive of, hey, I'm going to see where this takes me. I know I can handle myself. I can protect myself. I, can, I have boundaries, healthy boundaries, all these things. Listen, it's not easy to not know what's going to happen. But guess what? You can go to the Brodo store. Look for those character oranges. Maybe they're not in stock. Maybe the ones you see aren't, you know, you get that feeling intuitively, instinctively, and say, you know what, mm, I'll pass. Maybe I'll get these other ones over here, or, you know, I'll get a different type of citrus. Or maybe you'll go to a farmer's market instead and find something else. Whatever it is, follow your intuition. It won't lead you astray. Trust it. Believe it's there. Because I can honestly say, yes. And I'm not going to bullshit you <laughs> at all. Your intuition is there. Whether you're a man, a woman, whatever your sexual orientation, identification, um, look, relationships aren't tricky. They're challenging. Okay? Get rid of the, the bad terms that may trigger you from previous experiences and say to yourself, I'm going to see this as something completely new and different. And just feel it out. Feel it out. Don't suppress it. Taking another sip of coffee. Mm. I love my coffee. And then just go for it. Take the leap of faith. And here's another little thing that just crept in. <laughs> boundaries. Loose boundaries let you know something else is there. When you have boundaries and the other person doesn't, guess what? Learning opportunity, right? Um, for yourself and another person. That's why you're in a relationship. And it doesn't mean like you're a couple or anything. Anytime you connect with another soul, another person, guess what? That's a relationship. Now, boundaries are something that is going to clue you in into like getting that, that wonderful gift from the universe to let you know, hey, this is definitely something new. And you can tell when other people don't have boundaries or not. It's like somebody who abruptly comes into your bathroom while you're sitting on the throne. What does that tell you? Hey, <laughs> unless we've lived together, come on. <laughs> we had this conversation. Well, you should have locked the door. I'm like, I don't need to lock the door in my own house. Listen, we've had those combos, right? <clears throat> the same thing uh, uh, when you're driving your car and you have somebody in the 
passenger seat and they start changing the, the radio station or pressing button. You're like, excuse me? You know, you may have stipulated this my car, my rules or something like that. Maybe you're not. You're like, <clears throat> it's okay. Um, you can change the station, but do that person ask first? Like, hey, you know, can we listen to something else? Because that's a conversation that's saying, you know, hey, he's letting me know something or she, I'm letting them know, no, <laughs> whatever it is. <coughs> Sorry, allergies clear my throat. So you're in the car, they're changing the channels and stuff, and you're like driving, trying to focus, and you're like, look, um, we could just turn it off, or we can have a conversation why you did that and didn't ask, you know, because I'm feeling, you know, this is my car. And the thing is, I honestly, when stuff like that happens, in my head, I'm having that dialogue like I would never do that to somebody else. So what does that say? That says I have some type of struggle, a bias. It is a bias. And I'm judging at that point. <clears throat> so how do I release that? How do I, you know, talk through that? How do I uh, kind of reprogram or relearn how that situation can be rather than keeping it internalized or having to feel to feel that hey you know it's a privilege <laughs> because privilege will get in the way you get in the way of yourself when you feel privileged privileged Look up that word, check it in the dictionary, check out what it means in our society, um, how people are using it, because everything can get misused and abused. We know this. Social media, internet, we've talked about pornography and other elements, just to things get out of hand, they go sideways quick. So... Difficult conversations. So you have the difficult conversation and you say, Hey, um, I understand that, you know, you want to listen to something else, but let's talk about it and find uh, a good medium. The sweet spot. So if that person's open to figuring that out, they'll say, Hey, why? You know, that does it bother you? And I would say, well, it kind of bothers me. And I, I don't want to be judgmental. But I've never done that in someone else's car. So I'm curious to find out why you're free in that sense to do that. Or how you learned what you learned. Because behavior lets you know a lot when you observe it, you know? Because here's the other thing. If you don't say anything, you have that person in the car, they're going to do it again, and you're going to feel it. 
right? Where are your boundaries? Where are you reinforcing your boundaries? Where are you showing up and stepping up for yourself? Hmm? In relationships. Because I'm pretty sure if your phone was acting up and doing its own thing, you would be kind of, no. If your pet was acting out of sorts, you'd like, no. (laughs) You'd say something. And I'm not saying you just say no, but you do feel it. So with other souls, other beings, creatures, even plants, I, I, you know, my car, I'll tell you, I have a good relationship with my car. And sometimes, you know, we have good days or bad days. It happens. Is it, you know one fault or the other no blame serves no one okay but being curious about how other people behave and where they come from and how they learn things is how you can release bias how you can tune in on a different frequency a different level and say to yourself you know what um I get it. Not that you're not going to feel uncomfortable if somebody else comes in your car and changes the radio station. It's just that you can contemplate understanding that other people do things differently from you or what you've learned or been programmed. And you can actually have the conversation. If that is meaningful to you, and that, again, is about discernment, whether or not it is a big deal, whether or not I need to reinforce my boundaries because it's important to me, it matters to me, it makes me feel better about who I am for myself, regardless of who who I'm around, because I can tell you right now, I have a little kid in my car. Start <laughs> in the station. I'm going. Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's let's talk about this. <laughs> you want to hear Disney tunes the whole way, or what are we talking about? <laughs> let's compromise. And I hope that gave you a giggle. I hope you had some moments of clarity or awareness. That aha, because I'm going to tell you. They're all there, beautiful gems on this wonderful adventure that's leading up to summer into August. I am not kidding. Lots of blessings, lots of abundance, lots of fun and lightheartedness and learning because that lets you know you're growing and growing means you're leveling up. Okay. So relationships it's all about relationships I say that and love (laughs) love what you do love with understanding find a bridge make the connection relate and totally be open to learning something for yourself even if 
the conversation doesn't go a certain way. And let that go. Because what's meant for you will stay. I love you all. I hope you're all safe and well. Um, If not, definitely do that self-care, self-love. Give yourself those moments. And I'm going to also end this with do something brave for yourself. Step up. Give that a chance. Do something different. Think differently. Act differently. Speak differently. Even if it's for an hour, a day, a week, a month. Do it. Become. Okay? Flexibility. Become. All right? Love you guys. See you again on the next segment of Soul to Soul. Bye. You've been listening to Soul to Soul with Myra and Dan. Look forward to seeing you again on the next one. Hello and welcome to another segment of Soul to Soul. Ah, it's been a little crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if others will agree. May was a really important month. Um, I meant to do a podcast over the Memorial Day weekend. Um, and something just kind of said, mm wait, wait for it. (laughs) And then um, I went on a trip and really uh, bonded with some wonderful feminine energy. And it left me in a place where I said, yeah, now is the time. And it's because if, if you've had a difficult time, especially in May, a lot of changes, but there was some kind of delays. So I'll bring up some of my transit information. We had Neptune, I believe, in retrograde. No, Pluto in retrograde. Um, Apart from Mercury in retrograde, which ended on June 3rd. Um, And we're still going to have like a shadow period. So don't, you know, (laughs) expect all your technology to function properly right away. Um, it's about communication. It's about deep feelings, things that maybe at a time um, didn't come to the surface or revisit, needed that closure, right? Or doing things differently. So if you can look back in the, at least the last couple of weeks and say to yourself, hey, you know, hmm, there's something to this. Um, relationships have changed and it's no longer about your external relationships. It's your internal 
relationships. And what does that mean, Myra? <laughs> it means how you relate with people, places, and things differently. However, they look the same. They come up in the same way, but you're dealing differently. It's like a different perspective. You're like, hey, I tried option A last time. Now I'm going to do option B. And then there's something that comes to light. So truth, truth, honesty. Um, I, I myself experienced that, and it was like, the the moment I don't want to call it and make it or break it I don't want to call it the aha it's just like wow I didn't know and I just really went within I didn't internalize the moment I responded from a place of me what's good for me not the other person. What's good for Myra? How is this going to help me? And a lot of other truths came to light. So if you kind of got rid of things, you purged, basically, lots of purging, releasing, detoxing, whatever it was, self-care, self-healing. Trust me, it made a difference, right? It did the work. And today is June 4th, and we're in what's called Jupiter, or no, I'm sorry, Saturn retrograde. So Jupiter is about expansion. So that the reason the universe doesn't mess around when it had me mention Jupiter. Jupiter is something uh, that brings delight, adventure, learning. Um, Doing things in a different way, a freedom, freedom, not just release, but this freeing feeling. So when I mentioned Saturn in retrograde, uh, it's going to last until October 23rd. So get ready. <laughs> There's going to be some work. And it's about karma. All right. So now things are speeding up. Um, planets, there's at least three planets in their home signs, Aries, Taurus, and um, I forget what the third one is. So I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to get back to the relationship part. So you've been bonding with yourself. You know, you've been going out for coffee dates, <laughs> getting couples massage, <laughs> going away. You've been listening to your body, listening to your soul, but most importantly, you've been listening to your heart. That heart space is a big deal. And now that we're in June and we did all this work from March, April, May, kind of that drudging, getting through the mud in order for the lotus to come up above the surface of the emotional waters, guess what? Magic is here. Six months, right? First half. And although um, 
the calendar year basically starts in every season between March and April. Um, you can feel the magic <laughs> and you feel it at a level, at a you level, a me, me, myself and I level. It's not about everything else around you. It's that you've learned to kind of bring it about that manifestation, manifesting joy, happiness, fun, adventure, and saying to yourself, you know, why not? <laughs> right? If, if you're open to things because you've made space, right? You've purged, released. And you're like, I'm good with my choices. I'm happy that I am 110% supporting me, ride or die. You know, because it, it's no longer proving to other people about your um, love, uh, your, your way of loving or being loved or just being you. And it brings me to the whole it's, uh, aspect of Pride Month and multicultural and social cultural issues. You know, we had a lot of stress, a lot of negativity, a lot of things that are kind of chaotic. And if you felt that, but you've kind of been like, am I in the eye of the storm or am I part of the storm? And if you're questioning, that's great. That is wonderful. Because you want to know what your purpose is. You want to know, am I still on my path to enlightenment? Am I still in a place of learning and growing? And even if you have to nurture yourself wrong that way, because you don't have your soul tribe with you, or you haven't connected with them yet, because I'm, I say yet, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen in the next three months. Get ready. <laughs> um, then you're going to be intuitive from here on out. You're going to feel things out. You're going to go on instinct. You're going to go, hey, this is me. I've been consistent, but you know what? I'm going to flip it a little bit. I'm going to try something different. And it's it's a playful energy, but it, it, it's at um, a level of curiosity. What if I what if I do something different and come out of my comfort zone just a little bit, you know? If you take the leap of faith and just jump in, <laughs> you brace yourself. Like, you brace yourself. But if you take the leap of faith and you say, "Hey, I'm I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna drop, not at a run. Just get to the edge and just drop in." And it's different. The experience is always going to be different. When you take into account the level of courage, you know, uh, we're in pride months, and I fully support um, all the differences of every um, conscious being and what they're discovering about themselves, that exploration mode. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful journey, but it's not necessarily one you have to share with everybody. And not everybody does. It's not about, you know, coming out. It's about showing up for yourself. 
not just everybody around you. You don't need that validation. And that's another thing that came out of this period of evolution. You, you're no longer in that space of I, I, what do I have to do for other people or why should I worry about what this, that, or the other from other people? No. I'm done with that. <laughs> that was before I've leveled up. And now I'm large and in charge for me. Um, and it doesn't mean that you don't feel for people. I still love the people I love. Um, but it's changed and they may no longer be who I thought they were. Or maybe I've discovered something about myself that, you know, needed to fall away. And something else surfaced in its place. And I feel that it's it's the coming home to yourself. And that's such a safe, ooey-gooey, um, wonderful energy. And it's going to attract people on that same level of energy. So the moment you take time for yourself and Hey, you can be down one day, you can have a, a good cry, you can yell. I mean, I have my moments where my Aries just kicks in, <laughs> or my Leo and, and my Sag, and here I am, a Libra, trying to do the right thing all the time for everybody, and that's, that's too much. It's too much, right? Too many variables, too many options. Limit yourself to a comfortable place where you're comfortably uncomfortable. And I say that because the way to growth, you know, if you're, if you're doing this as a single person or a, you're going solo, I've been going solo for a long time. I'm probably not going to be solo for much longer. Who knows? The universe has a plan and I'm like, I'm all for that. So in the meantime, I'm my best partner and I'm preparing myself and I've been preparing myself. So now it's like, ooh, you know, <laughs> it, it may be that thing that comes at me and I have to be not you who I used to be, but be that person who's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's a little scary, <laughs> but I'll do it. And be committed to having the experience versus having it be whatever you think it could be or worst case scenario, things like that. Because you will attract it. You will attract it. So what else is going on with relationships? Well, you're going to meet people that are going to blow you out of the water. You're going to say to yourself, oh my God, why didn't I? meet people, you know, like this before and so on. Um, there's going to be people that will return to you because they've gone through a growth. And I absolutely would advise not to just, just say, oh, God, no, not him, not her. Because there could be something that the universe provides for you through that person. And embracing that in a very authentic, um, open, be yourself way without projecting, you know, what that person could 
because you 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 got to trust yourself, and and that is something that I feel strongly is like you're in a space where no, you know your boundaries, right? Again, it's very important, very important. If you know what your boundaries are, you let the other person know, and they still kind of whatever habit and habit get hey, you know what to do. <laughs> Because you're committed to growing yourself. Um, meeting other people is that added factor that you can grow and meet people who want to grow you and support you the same way you do for yourself and you do for others. That's a community. And I feel that's coming, that's going to be very strong in the last half of the year. A lot of People are going to grow into communities. We're going to have a support system. All that negativity and all that misinformation, whatever, whatever, is going to fall away because you're no longer kind of tuned into that. You're tuned into something different. So whether it's local, around the corner, in the neighborhood, um, you're going to align differently with people. And this can come up for partners. like. I feel that, especially this month, um, you know, commitments, commitments. Who's serious? Who's not? Who's going to show up for you and be that person who says, hey, I dig you. You're 100%. Um, okay, I'm going to be like, uh, okay, brew it. And what does that look like? What are your intentions? <laughs> so we're going to mix it up. We're going to use some, you know, traditional with some contemporary and find that, that nice alchemic, uh, al alchemy, <laughs> not alchemical process of how am I going to integrate this or how are we going to integrate this and collaborate to create something really beautiful and wonderful. And if you're on board with me, I can be on board with you. This is going to be a process, right? It's a process. And the magic happens when you have that one person who just isn't about, again, the external. We don't have to put all our business out there. It's about you and me with power couple team. And it doesn't matter about sex, gender, all that stuff. It's about you partnering with who you need to partner to really be successful at whatever it is or all of the above. And if you've asked the universe for specifics, just know that, you know, there's some wiggle room there. It's not going to show up exactly how you thought because it's not about that. It's about where you feel and if it feels good you're just like okay well you know let me give it a chance here <laughs> and there's a lot of reconciliation and I say reconciliation not just you know like making up I'm talking about coming into balance equilibrium um, when you reconcile a checkbook it's like you're balancing it so you're not overdrafting and 
I feel that the universe is really in tune with people finding those types of scenarios and relationships and really seeing themselves in a different way and saying, oh, I didn't know that, but okay, now I know. So that gives me a different perspective. My lens see things differently and now it's, it's okay. Because it's not for you to react or engage or do something. You know, so-and-so said whatever, and I'm, you know, kind of, you know, massaging that a little bit in my mind. And then saying, oh, okay. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> now I know. So I know how I want to go for it. It's not you kind of educating somebody else or focusing on that person, giving attention to, to whatever it was, because whatever it was, it doesn't, it doesn't sync with you. It's like, Oh, okay. Now I know what this person's about. Okay. Let me move along. Do you need explanations and answers? Honestly, if you're seeking that, then there's something else going on and those are questions you need to ask yourself before you approach another person if it's something where um for example i i just in a relationship when you hide something and it's not to say you're lying cheating stealing or intensely being deceptive it's not about the other person when people aren't upfront with you, but you are, like you're kind of like, how did this happen? I've been telling you all along. And then, you know, they tell you something and it's like, why didn't this happen sooner? Because I, I, I would have chose differently, right? You don't want to kind of have that feeling and say, what, what the heck were you doing? <laughs> Much less why am I now six months in, three months in, whatever, a year in, 10? And now you're telling me nobody wants to feel that. I, I definitely don't. Um, one of the, the, the one things that I'm really hard set on is being honest. And if the other person can't be honest, they, they need to kind of let me know. Because hiding things from a person that can make a decision of whether or not they want to be on board, so to speak, is taking away power from someone. It could be a little manipulating, and I say little, I'm being nice, um, controlling, so on and so forth. If you got to hide it, something, <laughs> I, I can understand this. Aggression. But um, blocking, occlusion, anything like that where you're just not, you're not giving full disclosure. You know, I'm about full disclosure. Not many people can do that, and that's fine. Maybe it's something where, oh, they, you know, somebody uh, kind of slipped and lied about something and then they confess it, you know, a couple of days later. I'm willing to listen to that. Ah, okay. Am I going to think that you're never going to do it? No. 
And if you do it with other people, you're definitely going to do it with me. Like that's, that's not me lying to me <laughs> at that point. But we can tend to put on rose-colored glasses and then we're like, oh, my God, you know, why'd you do this to me? No, 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 no. If you've got those rose-colored glasses, you put them on and you took them off for a reason. And all of that is a message, either a lesson or a blessing. So when you learn, you know, the lesson, you're like, hey, you know, well, I'm going to know better. Right. And then if it's a blessing because, you know, there's a rejection or something like that, or maybe that person wasn't being 100% either way, not good or bad, just different. Maybe they weren't upfront about how they really felt about you. And they, they weren't in that space to be able to do that for you. But you were you were able to do that for them and be that example. That's that's a beautiful thing. That's a blessing. I go back to the alchemist. The blessing ignored becomes a curse. And people just they're not able to embrace something beautiful or they've never had it. And then when they have it, it's like, oh my God, you kind of freak out. That's okay too. And again, I, I'm about that. If I love the person, regardless, I'm going to wish them well. I do. Um, do I wish different? I can't at that point. Because I don't know what that other person's thinking, doing, feeling. All I can do is focus on what have I learned from this? What is the lesson or the blessing or both? And then move forward and focus on the things that are beauty, beautiful and, and giving me um, all the special ingredients, not that I'm looking for, but that are coming towards me because now I'm being a better person. I'm attracting better. And if I meet that person in the future, um, hey, Whatever will happen, what will be, will be in that moment. And I trust myself, my instincts, 110%. I will be able to protect myself and have boundaries. So if you question that about yourself, listen, you will do the right thing for you. And that's the only way we can learn is, you know, we're going to make mistakes. I make mistakes. I make mistakes and I won't know until I make the mistake until... You know, I have that conversation or I have that experience or that moment and say, hey, wow, I'm glad this happened. And I'm I'm really that person of not regretting. I wouldn't be where I am today, even with the bad things. No, it's everything. Everything. So love yourself. Open that heart space and really be in there. Live in it. Live in it. We need to be more in that space than up in our head and rethinking, reliving, rehashing, and creating suffering for ourselves. But I'm going to get off my little stove box for a minute.
and just do some magic as you listen. I'm going to wish you a happy, happy rest of your year. And may the next several weeks, months, days bring you exactly what you need to have those lessons and blessings and continue to grow, continue to feel love, feel at peace in the moment. Find your way because your way is your way. It's not going to be my way or anybody else's way. That's for you and it's a gift. And keep manifesting. You know, write your affirmations like I do. I put I am a beautiful soul. I am magic. Everything that comes to mind, put it on paper. Read it back to yourself. Fold it up, stick it in a book, revisit it later, find it later, you know. Just be really gentle and kind with yourself. The way you would love to be treated by someone else. And I'm here. I'm going to still be here. I will still bring you some really delicious, wonderful, cage-free, <laughs> organic, grass-fed <laughs> relationship insights with a little uh, twist of astrology and whatnot that comes to mind. But please know that you're never alone. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. Even when you want to be, <laughs> you're still going to have some company. You're still going to be connected to beautiful people. And you're going to meet them on that journey. So stay well, stay safe. That's it for now. Um, I'm going to conjure some special guests sometime later this month. And we'll meet again. Mwah. I love you. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay you. That's all for now on this segment of Soul to Soul. Later.